All right, welcome back to the uh, Avenue Road Midweek Breakdown. Uh, if you are joining us um, by watching our podcast, if you're watching on YouTube, you already noticed that there's something different this week, and that is because it's not just uh, me and Pastor Jesse this week. There is actually someone, uh, a special guest. We've said we were going to have special guests for a while, um, but nobody, I don't know if it's good you or bad. You have to make sure one. they're getting bored of us first a little bit, right? Yeah, like- yeah. <laughs> We have to wait till they go, these guys suck when they're just about to quit. And then exactly go, you gotta hook them back in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just bring them back. <laughs> um, if you're not, if you're not watching, none of this makes any sense, but that is just a reminder that you can also watch these podcasts. Uh, if you go to youtube.com slash Avenue road Baptist church, you will see all of our midweek breakdowns on there and you can actually watch, uh, the chaos that is this podcast. Um, so we have uh, Janelle here. I'm going to let Janelle introduce herself in a second, but Janelle is going to be us with us for two podcasts. Um, now, you guys know that we record a bit out of order. So the first one is going to, or by the time this airs, it will probably be middle of February. Um, and then the second one could be the following week or could be two weeks later. Who knows? It is up to uh, the wind when it posts. Uh, we will, we, we're free spirits here. In other words, <laughs> Possibly because you just don't want to figure it out. I don't want to commit to saying like, it'll get posted. And then like, I don't know, the white house blows up and I have to deal with that in a podcast because, oh, you know, obviously they would want us to cover that. Um, obviously. So. <laughs> We're their source of news. The world would be turning to <laughs> the whole, the whole world turns to our 50 person <laughs> subscriber podcast and goes, Whoa, tell us what you think. <laughs> Um, sweet. Okay. Well, that is a, uh, an excellent, uh, I mean, that's a classic, excellent introduction from this podcast. I'm going to, uh, let Janelle introduce herself. Janelle, tell us about yourself. Uh, I don't know. Give us some, where you're from, some random fact. And, uh, you can, I mean, you can tell how, how you got, like how you got roped into this. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Janelle. I'm a heart surgeon <laughs> and also a lawyer. <laughs> no, I'm not of those things. Uh, <laughs> I'm currently doing a master's of theology. That's how I know uh, Reverend Pastor Lucas. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had to pull that in at least once in this podcast because uh, he specifically asked me never to call him that. So um, yeah, I'm doing a master's of theology. I'm from Ottawa, kind of. I, like I grew up in Ottawa mostly. It's the city that I know the best. <laughs> I've lived in a few cities since then. Uh, I went to university in South Africa. I like am not committed to anything very well. <laughs> Every like two years or something, my whole life uproots and then I move somewhere else. Um, but I've worked in campus ministry before, worked in a couple of churches, worked as a barista a lot. Um, that's usually my go-to part-time job. So I know an absurd amount about coffee, even though I don't drink it that often. And yeah, I don't know. We'll find out other things about me as we go, I'm sure. That is fair. We will. Um, yeah, I literally said, hey, never call me Reverend. And I said it to Jesse too. And like the second thing Jesse did was call me Reverend. Um, so y'all are a bunch of smart asses. Um, and, yeah. I feel like you should know this by now. Like you, if you don't want us to like, I don't know why you'd tell us you'd hate it. 
Like, well, you know, I said it once, and then I thought, shoot, I shouldn't say it. And then you, everyone who is a smart ass in my life was like, ha, ha, ha. I, I even got Lynn saying it too. So. Yeah, you did. And Lynn is like the nicest person. And she was like, ha, 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 I'm going to be on Team Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> um, sweet. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest. If I grew up and I had the choice to say, like, I grew up in Ottawa versus I lived in South Africa, I would tell everyone I lived in South Africa. I would acknowledge yeah. that. Um. Like, I'll be like, oh, I grew up in South Africa, and, you know, uh, I spent a little time in Ottawa, but, you know. <laughs> um, sweet. Well, I guess we'll dive right into it. Um, so, Janelle's going to be talking about two things. Uh, later on, she'll be joining us for a podcast about the worship wars. Um, and uh, so, we're going to be talking about worship and all of that stuff. Uh, but today, we're going to be talking about something, I think, completely unrelated to the to the worship wars but i mean it's still a, a an issue that comes up a lot um and uh i think we can safely say uh out of the three of us uh jesse and i have no clue on about anything on this topic uh and no right to speak about it in fact um and janelle definitely has a right to speak about it we're talking about women in ministry we're talking about uh being a woman uh in ministry and um so i mean i'm not a woman uh Jesse's not a woman, so we have almost nothing to offer, just probably ill-timed jokes. Um, <laughs> and so hopefully uh, hopefully we will uh, – I think we'll do a good – I don't know. I think we'll still do a, a good job. I mean, we have theology to offer. I shouldn't say we have nothing. We have some theology to offer. Yeah, you probably, you know, like met some women. I do – I do know some women, yes. in ministry even, yeah. Yes, and my wife is, in fact, a woman. So, I mean, I oh. – I so we have a bit to offer um but i mean it we thought it would be it would just be ridiculous to have a podcast hosted by two men and discuss women in ministry um, i just thought like <laughs> that's like, sadly wouldn't be the first to do that <laughs> no no and, and i was like that's the i think that's the definition of mansplaining i think is what that is <laughs> like, the, yeah. If you would look up mansplaining defined, it's actually just a picture of me and Jesse on a podcast <laughs> talking about women in ministry. 100%. <laughs> um, sweet. So, I mean, I guess the first question is, uh, if we're going to talk about women in ministry, what roles, uh, Janelle, have you had in ministry? Like, what are, where, where is some of the experience that you come from um, in being a woman in ministry? What's some of the stuff you've had experience in? Um, as a, I guess as like a preteen, I like taught some Sunday school <laughs> to like grade two and three boys or something. We played with Lego a lot because I didn't really know how to teach uh, grade two and three <laughs> um, Sunday school boys, as you'll see. So I was like, hey, we can play with Lego and then that will look like I was teaching them. So I'm um, sure that was very formative for all of those young men. <laughs> Um, I did a lot of uh, summer camp as well, so I guess that was sort of my first like intro into ministry type things really was like being a camp counselor and working in uh, the kitchen doing chapel things at camp. Um, I also was sort of as a grade 12 student kind of got roped into like leadership of my youth group, my church's youth group. I think at that point was when I started to be like, hmm this keeps happening to me that I end up like <laughs> in leadership roles without really like intending to be there. 
Um, so that was one of those. And also like the, there was like a Christian group at my high school that would meet at lunch times, And I sort of ended up leading that as well. So that was kind of <laughs> at the same time. I was like, how does this keep happening to me? Um, then um, as a student was involved in uh, a church that had like a student service and then over the years there ended up being like a small group leader and then being on the leadership team there and then teaching a bit oh also through all this I was doing music stuff as we'll talk about um that was sort of always a steadfast thing was that I was on worship teams um so those were my like unpaid <laughs> um positions up to that point uh I ended up working for that church too doing like copy editing and the media stuff. Basically, I would like check everyone else's things for spelling mistakes because everyone else in the church was much more talented at like graphic design and stuff, but they were all horrible <laughs> grammar. So then I was there to just like make sure everything was okay. Um, that would be like if someone, if someone read one of my sermons, they would do that. Cause like I write, <laughs> my, I write my sermons out and I don't spell check it. I don't do anything. I just like write it out and then I read it through. And sometimes the next day I'm reading it through. I'm like, what word is that supposed to be? Like there's seven G's in this word. <laughs> so. My like my moment there where I was like, they were getting their money's worth with me was when they were sending an official letter to the city about something. And then they were supposed to write something about public and they accidentally wrote pubic and I fixed it. And I was like, whew, I saved your guys life. <laughs> welcome <laughs> uh, yeah so that was there and then I did a couple years working for the navigators of Canada which do they do campus ministry as well as other like community ministry stuff but I was a campus ministry intern and then Na navigators is like is navigators like um they're different than campus for Christ right yeah so okay. campus for Christ intervarsity and then navigators are sort of uh, well, it depends which campus you're on. Like navigators are big in some cities and not in other cities, right. but those are sort of at the University of Calgary where I was. Those are sort of the big three. <laughs> um, and we like work together on a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, but it's like a, they call it like a parachurch right. organization. So it doesn't have a denomination it's affiliated with. Um, yeah. I know, yeah. I know campus Krampus uh, or campus Krampus, Mr. Krampus. Uh, <laughs> uh campus for christ was big uh in hamilton at mac but mm -hmm. i think it was still called like this is going to date me oh. um it was still campus crusade when crusade i was growing up yeah. yeah yeah which is the worst name like, you could give a ministry like hey let's take a period of history where the church did terrible terrible oh. things and let's name this ministry after it like, like it's so yeah, that name, you're like, wow, Christians have been out of touch for a long time. Like, right? not just like a new thing. <laughs> it's like that we should, our, we're going to rename our baseball team the Avenue Road Witch Hunters. Like, yeah. like just, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And it's like, the, the, it's like just awful. Like, uh, so yeah, anyway, sorry. Pro-slavery pro <laughs> baseball team. Like, just no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I feel like there's been smatterings of other things along there, but those are sort of, those are sort of the primary. So like, things. it would be safe to say you have a wealth of knowledge <laughs> when it comes to, uh, you know, working in church. Uh, and I mean that in a good way, because I mean, you haven't been like, yes, from the beginning, I have worked in this one area and this one area alone. Um, you've been in parachurch ministry, church ministry, 
um, Sunday school, big C church ministry. So, I mean, you've been ever. So, I mean, that's a pretty um, vast resume, I would say. Um, so, during all of that, um, what has it been like specifically related? I mean, um, have you ever felt or been uh, sensed that you've been treated differently because you're a woman? Like, what has that been like? Have you experienced like, oh, you're only doing that because I'm a woman? Like, what the heck? Like, um, mm-hmm. ha- have you experienced that? If you have, what's it been like? I mean, like, I've been treated differently in some senses because I've been at churches where like women weren't allowed to be <laughs> um, like elders or whatever. So then that just is an automatic uh some jobs are not available to me and others are. Uh, <laughs> so that's, and that's a funny one now because I've been like sort of, as I'm, you know, gonna graduate soon, I've been looking around at church jobs and some of them are funny because they, you open them and the first line is like, we are looking for a man. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, just go ahead and close that tab because I'm apparently yeah. not qualified for that. Um, <laughs> so that's one, but generally that's not been the case for me um yeah there have been there have been several instances I mean one being that like as a teenager I was asked to teach Sunday school I feel like that's a that's what like teenage girls get asked to do (laughs) in church services whereas that was not my gifting at all but that was just like the thing that was available to me I don't know if I had been a teenage boy if there had been would have been other opportunities for me but it would have been it would have been youth group it would have been junior oh your yeah. boy yeah oh, your come boy? throw a dodgeball at somebody You'll be- <laughs> yeah yeah you go lead the dodgeball group uh janelle uh you go lead the sunday school uh, yeah <laughs> um yeah so that was that was one um definitely on some leadership teams i've been in um there has been a distinct uh like the the one when I was an undergrad student specifically, there was a few moments where we realized that like in our leadership team, which was I think like four guys and two girls, um, when I or the other young woman would like suggest something, the leader elder guy um, would sort of be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, sure. Um, and then move on. And then if, but if one of the guys came with that same (laughs) request, it was taken much more seriously, Um, which was, I didn't actually really notice. I hadn't started cluing into those kinds of things very much. Um, But one of the guys noticed and was like, well, that's weird. Cause he was like, I pretty much said exactly what you said, but like again, and then it was actually taken seriously, um, which was very nice of, him because then he started doing that intentionally like he would (laughs) purposely like stop the meeting when when they were trying to move on he'd be like no wait like let's actually listen to what (laughs) yeah the women had to say um so that was just like a and it was one of those things where you're like you can't really put your finger on I'm like I couldn't point out a specific moment or like phrase that anyone said that was like sexist at all but it was just no one's been like shut up woman or anything like that (laughs) exactly but it's like Uh, like it's like an under under it's like it's underneath the surface very close to the surface and if you look you can see that it's there in some ways right like Hmm. yeah yeah and like so there's sort of the more like uh like like where you're like oh this is a little more problematic 
instances like that. And then there's the opposite I find, which is, I think is very funny because men who are like very aware of like wanting to help women in ministry and give them opportunities and stuff. Um, so in the navigators, this happened a fair bit where there's like lots of like older men um, who are like, oh, we need to like get more women involved. And so then they try and like encourage you up the up the line of <laughs> power or whatever. Um, but then they didn't really know what to do with you because they also wanted to be like sensitive to not like seem seem like a creepy old man. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then they wouldn't want to like give too much attention or like be like too personal about it. So then I would be like put into things. So I got to be like the speaker at the Western Canada retreat. Um, so they'd put me into that. They're like, great. But then they didn't want to like mansplain too much and they didn't want to impose so then I just kind of got like left on my own when I actually like really could have used some mentorship and guidance because I had never done something like that before and I like tried to get that from them but I didn't really get that from them and I didn't again I didn't really notice at the time that that's what was happening but afterwards right. I was like I bet if I were like a young man coming up they would have been like oh let's like have some one-on-one -on -one meetings yeah. and like really talk the stuff through and let's get personal. But because I was a woman, they're kind of like afraid right. to do that. Um, but, and I know the like intentions were good, but then it's just sort of a accidental. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of it's, get left. it's like, it's like, I don't want to be seen as a creep. So I'm going to go the opposite way and <laughs> offer zero support. And it's like, maybe there is somewhere in between being a pervy creep and helping someone that we could land. Like, maybe there's somewhere. <laughs> you would hope so. <laughs> you would know? hope you could find some middle ground. I mean, there. there's got to be, right? It's not like one <laughs> step. But I think there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a vast area we can cross in there, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, but that's the, the problem with, like, um, being sort of the first woman, because I was the first woman who'd spoken at a camp like that. And yeah. so then there's no older women who can like be that person for me so then um yeah I'm like it's the weird thing of I, I don't want to be I don't want to have to be the first one to, <laughs> the first woman to like pioneer these things I'm like not out here trying to be an activist but then somehow you accidentally end up in the first one yeah. and have to like blaze a trail for other people but, yeah. yeah that's fair and I mean um our our like I mean our denomination um, the, the Canadian, like sometimes pe people go, Oh, Baptist, you guys don't believe in women in ministry. And I'm like, uh, honestly, like Baptist is as like, I mean, it's the, the breadth of what it means to be a Baptist is the same as you could say what it means to be a Christian. Like there's a billion types of Baptists out here. Um, and so like we're convention Baptists who are, uh, I mean, I, I'm fairly sure I'm correcting the stat. If I'm not too bad, we're claiming it. I think we're the large, second largest denomination in Canada is Convention Baptists, or maybe it's just Baptists as a whole. The first largest I know is Pentecostals, um, and I mean Protestants, obviously. And but the Convention Baptists, we absolutely ordain women. We believe women in ministry. We believe women are called. But it's funny because sometimes you will go to read, like I've seen job descriptions for churches that are convention Baptist. And it's like, we're looking for a pastor and he must be this and he must be this and he must be this. And I'm like, uh, hold on a second. Like you, if you're yeah. to hire a woman, um, what are her qualifications? Because if it's a he, I know he's got a long list here, but it, like it is, you know, so yeah, there's like, 
if you look for it, a lot of times I find that like on the surface, we say like, and a lot of churches will say like, yes, we're totally fine with women in ministry. And that's what they say on the surface, but like right underneath that is like a, uh, yeah, we say that, but here's the reality. Um, and I mean, yeah, it comes out in weird ways. And sometimes like you're saying, like you, you might, like, you don't notice it until you start to look for it. Um, and I think the biggest marker for me was actually at, uh, and I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I love our denomination. So I'm not trying to bash their denomination, but I was at a big conference and, it was the pastor's day beforehand. I don't know. There was like a hundred and something pastors and we're all sitting in this room and like our denomination is, is fairly older. So it was like mostly old white guys. Um, I was one of the, the only people, not the only, but I was one of a small percentage of people with color left in their hair still. Um, and so it's <laughs> just a subtle slam. Uh, and so, so we're sitting in, in our tables and we sit in these table groups of like, I don't know, eight or something. And we, the idea is like, he asks a question or the, the guy who's leading asks a question. And then in our table group, we talk about it and he asks some good questions. Like, are you aware of your power and privilege and stuff like that? And we were talking about them. And I think he talked about uh, um, how, how, like something to the degree of, are you, have you been, how have you felt persecution, et cetera, um, or mm-hmm. a lack of privilege. And immediately all the old white guys at the table want to start talking. I was like, hold on, everyone, let's stop. We have two of the only women in the room at our table. Let's give them an opportunity to talk here. If we're talking about lack of privilege and like a lack of power, they have way more right to speak on this than we do. Like I'm a white man. I'm aware that I have power and privilege. And so if we're talking about a lack of power and privilege, I probably shouldn't be the first to speak up. Like, so yeah, that was the first time where I was, I was aware of is like, we don't, realize it but it's in those small things that we do where we kind of tell women like yeah you're equal but like a less equal right like you know so yeah that's that's super awkward um or the like you're equal but like only if you're a certain like we love women but like certain types of women we love more right (laughs) yeah yeah you're equal as long as you support everything we do um (laughs) and if coffee has to be made you are the first to volunteer right like that's yes. the that's what we say and i mean um though the, it, it came out in our church in a really awkward way and me and the past the other pastor at the time called it out we were like that's just straight sexism dude like you can't say or do that it was in a church meeting uh and our our church most of our board has been women for a long time i mean there was a time where we had I think it was a 10 person board and seven or eight were women. And it was awesome. And I was like, because we were doing things and trying things that some other churches maybe weren't doing and trying. And I think it was largely due to the fact that we didn't have an all old white male board. Um, And so, so we have historically had a lot of women on our boards and it's been amazing. I think that's one of our, our biggest strengths is that very high up on a lot of our boards are females and they counteract some of the fact that like, if I go at this with just a straight male mindset, I'm going to miss things sometimes. Um, and so they are an awesome ally. And what happened was, uh, it was a big, big church meeting and our board chair at the time, it was one board and she was, uh, an, an amazing woman, just an amazingly gifted and talented woman. And she was speaking on this matter and a guy got up and basically started telling her off. And what came was really awkward was when he started saying, listen here, so-and-so baby, uh, listen here, you. And oh. he, and he called her baby a bunch of times. And I was like, Ugh! and I'm sitting there being like, this is so sexy. <laughs> like a, she is the chair of our board. She is deserving yeah. respect for that position. 
B, she's a sister in Christ. Like, she should deserve respect for that. C, she's a human. Don't talk to people <laughs> like that. Like, and he just kept referring to her as, as baby. And he, like, he was doing like that. Like, listen here, baby. And I was like, whoa, man. Like, wow. are you for real? <laughs> and so we were like, dude, that's just straight sexist. You can't say that. That's not an acceptable way to talk to people. He's like, oh, it's a, it's a term of endearment. I'm like, yeah. If I call my wife, I'm like, hey, baby. Like, that's a term of endearment. <laughs> talk down to someone and say listen your baby that's that's not so endearing right <laughs> so yeah it's too it's i don't know it's it's it comes out and i think that more churches even churches that say like ours that say we are accepting um and treat women equally and women are co-pastors and co-heirs and all these things i think sometimes there still is um this inequality and we have to be aware of it. And when we see it, I think we have to jump on it. And, um, you know, I think that's just one of those things. Um, the, 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 this, I guess this leads kind of into a question, um, that I have and why we talk, I mean, I kind of mentioned it, why it was here, but why is it so important to have women in leadership in ministry? Um, why do you think it's so important to have women in leadership in ministry? That's a good question. I, I mean, yeah, you did touch on it, like just broadening of perspectives, I think, is crucial. I think lots of church boards are very like monochromatic. Um, and it's not like not even just gender, like having like old and young people and like people of color and stuff, like having a, a mixed single yeah. married with families, whatever, like, is so crucial, because there's just stuff that you don't see like it does it doesn't matter how perceptive you are as a pastor it doesn't matter how smart you are how well you know your congregation like there's just stuff you don't see um and sort of the part of that for me is that like the the spiritual gifts in the bible that are listed are not gendered like they're not the the gift of like pastoring and shepherding the gift of like oversight um and apostleship and prophecy and like all these things that it takes to have a good leadership team like those are not just given to men <laughs> um and so there's some of us who are not gifted at teaching sunday school but like can see how a group of people are like moving and what they need to learn and like where they need to go um and if i'm not given the opportunity to be on in leadership positions, then I'm not using my spiritual gifts and then I'm not contributing to uh, my church. I'm not contributing what I can to the body of Christ. And so that I think is like, uh, that, that was a big um, moment for me when I was like wrestling with um, whether like women should be in leadership because I, I've only, oddly enough, I've only been at churches where um, like I've never been in a church where a woman has been a pastor. <laughs> I don't know why I keep like, I mean, as a kid, I didn't like choose where I went okay. to church necessarily, but even since then, just like places I've lived convenience wise and stuff like where I've felt I should go um, to church. I've just never been where there's a woman pastor. So that was yeah. an aside <laughs> of what I was saying was, um, yeah, when I was wrestling with like, like should women should even be in charge. Um, and then I was like, but like the gifts I've given, I've been given were not just given to me for fun. <laughs> like God doesn't um, just contradict himself. Like he, he wouldn't give me the gifts of like 
teaching and pastoring and then be like but you can never use it sorry because you're a woman like sucks to be you um like i believe he gave me these gifts on purpose and i believe he's given so many other women these gifts on purpose and they've never used them or gotten to use them um yeah and yeah and that's very unfortunate yeah and i mean i think uh, and, and I didn't know this. Like, I mean, I've only worked in churches where women could be ministers. Um, but then I looked back and I go, okay, could. But, and then I look, I'm like, how many were there? Right. And I, I, I truthfully, there's a, a handful and, um, you know, it, yeah. it comes out. Like I mean, I've been at some churches where they could. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it's like, um, yeah, they can, but they're, they're not right. They're not there. They aren't actually like, they can be passive, but they're not. Um, and I mean, when we were, you know, I was part of a church that, um, where at the time we were searching for a pastor and basically like we put a list of things, like, what do you want on, in your pastor on the wall? And basically you had some stars and you could go put a star. Like we want someone who's, um, you know, gifted at teaching or gifted at this. And so there was, you know, character traits, but there's also physical traits. Like we want someone who is uh, older. We want someone who's younger. We want a man, we want a woman. And the most people put, we want a man on there. And I was curious. I was like, why? Who, like, I mean, that was one star where I was like, I don't really care. Like, I mean, if the person's got the right spiritual gifts, I mean, I don't think their genitalia affects how they are going to preach. I don't like, I mean, I don't think that that is going to be like the marker. And so I was like, okay, like, but the one thing that I thought about, I was like, are we, are we massively missing part of the body when we don't let women serve? And I think you mentioned that, like when we don't let women serve, we are missing, like, I mean, I don't know what the percentage of women are in the world. I think it's like something that there's 53% women and 47%, something like that. I know there's more women. And so if we say to all women in the world, like you can't lead, it's like 50% of the body can't use their spiritual gifts. And I'm like, that is a, I think that's a huge problem. Um, I'm like, how is that, how is that something that we're just okay with that we say to half of the body of Christ, like, oh, you actually can't. Um, use your spiritual gifts unless it is Sunday school or coffee ministry. Uh, and if it's those, then you can, right. And it's like, that's a, I think a huge problem. Um, so I'm glad yeah. you mentioned that. And my, my like little soapbox that I get on sometimes is like even churches that don't like theologically, if they're like really convicted or something that like women shouldn't be elders or shouldn't be the head pastor or something whatever, fine. <laughs> like you can come to that conclusion. Like there's going to be a variety of theology. Um, but are you doing things to still use the spiritual gifts of the women in your congregation? Cause surely that should fit into your theology as well. And then, yeah, like your board, like, uh, even though your church has a male pastor, like women are still being empowered, empowered and they're still able to use their spiritual gifts because they have a position on the board. I'm like, yeah. why not invite women to elders meetings? Yeah. Um, like, even if they're not the ones making the final, final call, because theologically you don't think that should happen, like, let them be the decision-making process. Like, I'm pretty sure there's no mm -hmm. theological, like, there's no biblical reason why they shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, otherwise you're just, you're just squandering yeah. the gifts that God has given to people. Well, and like, I mean, I was, I mean, I hear about it sometimes. And I mean, I was, there was a church in town, um, my good friend with the youth pastor there. And I, I don't believe she actually can call herself the youth pastor because um, their theology says that women can't be pastors. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. So she can't call herself pastor. 
she is a pastor. So, I mean, I was like, if you're fine with it, I'll be okay with it on your behalf. I think you should have the same title, whatever. I was like, I'm not going to tell you what to fight for in your church. Where I got really mad was a church of a similar theology. Um, her kids and their kids were on the bus and their kids were berating her kids saying, your mom's going to hell because women can't be pastors. And I was just like, hold on, like hold the phone because there is so much wrong with that. Never once do I see Jesus in the Bible, go up to one and be like, hey, hey don't, don't talk to me. You're going straight to hell. You're a woman, right? Like, I, like the miracles, like, I mean, the, the women are the one who display in, in, in most of the writer's examples, the women are the one who display all this great faith, right? Like, I mean, the woman who touches Jesus, like you were healed because of your great faith. All the women leaders are, are there because of their great faith. I'm like, so hold on a second. If Jesus thought they were going to go to hell on the basis of them being women leaders, those conversations would have been way different, right? Like, like he would have turned around and scolded that lady. Like, what? You touched my cape? Punch you, right? Like, you know, like, I, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, you think, you think he would have mentioned it at some point if that was right. the case. Because he seemed concerned about people going to hell. Like, you think he would have told women, like, hey, yeah. <laughs> just so you know, this right. is what's going to send you to hell. So just be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't know, and I mean I'm not I'm not trying to bash other churches. If that's your theology, I'm not here to debate why I think you're wrong on that. Um, but I, I I do think they're wrong, but I mean that's fine. Uh, but like when you start to when you start to say stuff like that, that's like you're way 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 off. You're not just saying that you don't think a woman can be a pastor. Uh, you're now saying like she's going to hell on the basis of her serving Jesus, and I'm like that is dumb. Um, and there's no other word for that. It's just <laughs> dumb. Um, yeah. We're going to run. The weird thing about like. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, the weird thing about like you were saying the people in your church, you know, wanting a male pastor or whatever. Um, like the weird thing about that is I think it's just like a comfort thing. Um, because we've seen it so much more. I don't know. Like. Jesse, have you been to a church that has a woman pastor? No, I, I haven't. No, yeah, you're yeah. right. I think it, it definitely comes down to most cases, anyways, a comfort thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it's just and like I noticed the most starkly when I got um, asked to preach at like, the church I grew up in, and I was like, "What do I wear to preach?" Um, and like. Like it was a genuine question because I was like, I don't know what a woman wears to preach because right. I've, I've never seen a woman preach in this church. I don't know, like, am I supposed to wear like a, like, because the men would wear a tie. I'm like, what's my equivalent of that? Like, what, what do I wear? And it was a super weird question because I knew ultimately, like, no one would really care unless I was wearing something like outrageous. But, but just in my head, I was like, I a woman would like roll then can't picture a woman just like what she wears and how much more can I not picture like what a woman would look like actually being a pastor right. <laughs> like doing actual pastoral things um yeah 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 I think I think you're right like I think it does come down to like that that comfort thing um they're more they, they've only seen male pastors probably for most of their life and so they're more comfortable with it and it was the same it, you know I came to the same conclusion when it was like they wanted someone with at least a master's and working on their doctorate, but they wanted someone who was young. I was like, uh, how many young <laughs> pastors with doctorates do you know? Uh, Cause it takes a long time to get those. Right. Like I was like, you know, and they're like, we want someone, 
you know, we want someone young, but someone with 10 years experience at least. Like, yeah. And if you want them to be, have that much schooling and have experience, then yeah. you're like, well, they got to be like 40 at least. Like, yeah. It's like, so you're, you're, you've aged them to up to at least 40. Uh, what are you saying is young, right? So um, yeah. we're going to, we're going to run out of time soon. So super quick, last question. Um, if you could give one or two sentences of advice to young women who want to be in ministry, what would it be? Um, f- find women mentors, like find, even if they're not in ministry before you, even if they're just like an older wise woman, they'll know stuff that you don't and they're good to seek out and uh, steal the wisdom from. Um, and two, uh, don't be afraid to be a little bit stubborn. <laughs> You don't have to go in like with torches blazing, um, but you will often question like whether you're supposed to be in situations. You'll be sitting at a table with all men and you'll be like, am I supposed to be here? And you just have to be a little bit stubborn be like, you know what? Yes, I am going to be here. Even if everyone else feels uncomfortable that I'm here, I feel easier to be stubborn. Now I'm starting without having to try that hard. So <laughs> yeah. those are my I, two things. I think those are good. Um, Jesse, do you have one piece of advice for women, young women, maybe, because you work with youth and families, young, young women, young girls who maybe want to grow up to be in ministry. What's your one piece of advice? Oh boy, man. Um, listen to what Janelle said. <laughs> No, but uh, and, and no, like honestly though, like that's great advice, and I think those are the the two main things that will really really help. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it of- did like it, like from my youth leader, you know, selecting me to be on leadership without me like trying to seek it out. That was like a very formative thing. So like, having men in leadership notice stuff in you and be like hey I actually think you'd be good at this is like awesome (laughs) it's great like even if you can't you change the whole world like you can like you know help some young women um realize that maybe this would be something they'd be good at yeah I think that's a super good point that like recognizing that um as a as a male youth pastor Jesse has the power to be very influential in a young girl who wants to grow up and to be a ministry. And you can either encourage, uh, or you can, you can kind of forsake that and break that down. Right. And, um, I think it's important to be encouraging both of your pieces of advice are way better than mine. Uh, mine was going to be, uh, don't be afraid to tell off the old white guy sometimes. Um, I mean, I mean that's very real. <laughs> that, that's a good that one. Is, mine was- yeah. I mean, I just think sometimes that we, as, as, as a white man, uh, and not old yet, Jesse, keep your mouth quiet there, sir. Um, gonna be old man, white guy one day. I think it's important sometimes to be reminded that, um, we need to just, shut up. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> we, we just, we need to sometimes be told to shut up, um, that we are being wrong, that we are completely out of line. Um, I think we go for our whole lives, never being kind of critiqued or told hey you're totally out of line here uh, and that is super unhealthy um so sometimes it's okay to knock someone down a peg or two uh, in a nice way a loving way not like in a 
you know, punch yeah. you in the gut kind of way. But, in a, you know, um, well, that's all our time for today. Um, thank you to Janelle for joining us and sharing your expertise. Um, it was super good to get uh, someone else besides mine and Jesse's voice, especially on this topic. I think it's really important. So uh, a huge thank you to you. Um, Jess or Jesse, Janelle will be joining us again. Jesse will be here every week. I mean, he's special. <laughs> I'll, I'll sit here and listen any day of the week. That's yeah. <laughs> Um, but Janelle will be joining us again in our discussion of worship war. So by the time you're listening to this, it might be out already. It might not, who knows? So, uh, with that, just a thank you for watching or listening. If you're not a subscriber yet, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And if you have two minutes to spare, go to iTunes, find us on Apple podcasts, find our podcast on there and give us a rating. Uh, obviously I think we deserve five stars, especially for having Janelle on. If you could give us six, mm -hmm. we would deserve six on that. Um, so I think just by having Janelle here, it definitely made us a five star. If you disagree, uh, give us a lower one. That's fine. Just tell us why. Leave us a comment. Say we disagree because you are a bunch of hooligans, whatever. We'll uh, sometimes, you know, we might take your comments and get better. Um, we might not. We might take your comment and go, whatever, your comments done too. So uh, <laughs> with that, uh, bye for now and uh, see you next week.